When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day and welcome to the Mirrors I'm a Celebrity Daily Podcast. Coming up, the latest news, interviews and behind-the-scenes gossip. Here we go. G'day guys. I don't know if you can hear that rain. It's hammering it down here. I'm actually at Brisbane Airport. I'll explain why I'm here later on. But I'm going to whisk through some news and then we've got like a school report style look at all the contestants, where they are at the moment because we're at the halfway stage of I'm a Celebrity. First thing to talk about is Ian Lee, I think, today. An absolute triumph in the trial, spatial fears. He told us before he went in there that he was scared of heights, but he went, he went about that trial very, very passionately. He said he guessed he was doing it because everyone hated him and uh, he was middle-aged and overweight and stuff and they wanted to see him scream. But, I mean, he, he showed them what he was made of. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and... The wisdom to know the difference! Yes, you are Eleven stars out of eleven, fantastic. Really think it's moved him up in terms of where he is in the camp and how, you know, how big and how long he could last on the show. Um, another story we heard about um, was uh, Toff, and she's had a heart-to-heart with Kezia in there. One of the things she said is that she thinks people only know her before I'm a celebrity for taking her clothes off and getting dumped on national TV. Um, So she had a bit of a heart-to-heart with Kez, and Kez advised her that she thinks the problem is um, that the only thing in common with all these men are that they live in Chelsea, the postcode. So she's told her to date different men, and Georgia's maybe taken that on board. It'll be interesting to see when she comes out, you know, whether she does start to sort of go further afield, you know, whether we're going to see, you know, Someone on Made in Chelsea, perhaps with her, who's from outside of Chelsea, you know, some new men in her life. And um, perhaps, you know, perhaps we'll see a guest appearance from Stanley. I don't think he's, you know, he's not going to be her boyfriend, but they're obviously going to be close friends when they leave the camp as well. Um, Kim Marsh has been speaking. She's done an interview with OK Magazine. Um, Kim Marsh is the ex-wife of Jamie Lomas, and she's been saying that in their household, they're absolutely glued to it. Polly is really proud of her dad. Obviously, we played that nice, cute video the other day. Um, And she's also said, people ask me if I'm worried if Jamie will talk about me. Some assume there's some kind of bitterness between us, but that's really not the case. We have a good relationship and our main priority is Polly. So that's really nice to hear. Nice stuff from Kim to also be supporting uh, Jamie. Uh, Not always like that. You sometimes see people come out and be sort of uh, negative about their sort of ex-partners if if they're in the jungle. But that's certainly not the case with Kim. Um, And obviously she knows Jenny as well from Corrie. So it must be quite an interesting series for Kim to be watching. Um, the last thing really to mention is the reason I'm here, the reason, if you can hear this rain in the background, the reason I'm getting drenched at Brisbane Airport is because we have been told to come down here on the prospect of meeting some of the friends and family of the contestants. It's Wednesday today, so, I mean, you can do the maths. That, that means perhaps give them a day or two to settle in, but presumably that means the friends and family are here for the evictions. So I think we can safely say the evictions are going to start this week. If I was a betting man, you know, I probably would say we're looking at sort of 
Friday, perhaps something around Friday, Saturday, those sort of time, because they probably would let them settle in for a day or two. And I don't, we're not expecting everyone here today. So I would certainly expect to see the first person out at the end of the week, which is exciting, because then perhaps by the end of the weekend, with a week to go, we're going to be down to, say, you know, seven or eight, and we're really going to start to see the, see the contenders. And uh, now, now you're going to, we're going to talk a bit more about that and who the contenders are. OK, I'm back with Jessica Bridge from Labbrooks. We are going to go through all of the campmates today. Um, we're ha halfway through this year's I'm a Celebrity, and I think we should perhaps start at the bottom and work our way to the top, Jess. So who would you say is bottom of the class at the moment? Uh, bottom of the class for me is Kezia by an absolute country mile, and she's also pretty much bottom of the betting as well at 66-1, to 1, rank outsider uh, with Shappy. Um, she's very popular to be the first celebrity um, act uh, 74% actually of all bets on this market have gone on her going. So I think Kezia for me, she's a D minus or, or maybe even an E student. And you know, I've seen some reports in the media that ITV are quite annoyed that their big one of their big money signings has been you know an absolute flop. And I can agree with that. She's been terrible on TV. Um, maybe she's not done a lot, but even so, that that's her problem, and she's not therefore going to get good airtime. Um, because of that. She was quite useless in the first trial, I thought. She's not really being very nice at the moment. She's been quite bitchy and negative and boxing people around the camp. And, you know, when she was having a go at Amir. Man make fire. That, that's their attitude. Boys make fire. And the girls just sub and help out when they're not around to keep things going. I mean, you're in a jungle, for goodness sake. There's plenty of trees and leaves going around that I'm sure you can stick on. Uh, not that you want to kill the environment and all that jazz, but being very bossy at the moment. So Kezia, uh, for me, is definitely at the bottom of the class. And I think also down there with her is Vanessa. She's another sort of D minus, E minus student for me. I can't believe really that, I, that I'm a celebrity in ITV have actually paid for her to go on there because I just think she's been a very, very boring campmate and a massive letdown and I think she's actually probably one of the most unpopular ever and that's not me me mean I can I can tell that from the amount of bets that people have placed and hundreds of thousands of bets have been placed on all the other contestants but barely anything for Vanessa and I kind of tried to think that when she actually does leave the jungle whenever that is what are Anton Deck going to show in her jungle highlights package? Because I can't think of highlights. Well, Maybe I'm being really on. mean. I, but... I'm going to stick up for a little bit. Um, I don't, I, 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 I'd still have her in this section of the of the of the sort of on the school reports. You know, she would still be down the bottom definitely. But um, I think certainly when ITV booked her, they would have hoped. You know, she's obviously a very attractive girl. They would have hoped she would have given some insight into the pop industry. There's been other people in that sort of framework who've worked well in the camp before so i can sort of see the logic I, I'm, I'm totally with you in the sense that she's not been prominent enough and she hasn't really said anything interesting enough so so those points are valid but um but then like her other her other saturday's girls they've done quite well on reality tv or tv shows in general you know frankie on strictly uh, molly's still going at the moment on strictly yeah true. um i don't think michelle's done any tv shows but obviously she's like a tv presenter radio presenter these days so she's obviously got some sort of personality but i just really struggle to i just don't get vanessa if i'm honest so she she ticks all the boxes you know of, of the demographic of an i'm a celebrity viewer and voter but not for me i'm afraid not for me bottom of the class and uh, still in this section, I think really, I guess, I think we probably would have to have Rebecca. Um, weirdly, because she does, in the sense of normal I'm celebrity stuff, she is, um, you know, she, she's very good. She's done lots of challenges. She's won a lot of meals for camp. But 
there's still a, I, I certainly sense I, I don't know if it's the same back in the UK I sense that there's still a lot of people out there who aren't warming to it would that be fair? Yeah, I, I think so. And a couple of uh, myself and my colleagues, we were having this conversation this morning about uh, the, the task, the battle of the sexes. And I was saying I absolutely loved Becky. I was really warming to her and I really liked her competitiveness. But then other people were saying, no, I didn't like her. I thought she was really mean, really nasty to Shafi. So she is a bit of a Marmite character right now. But that's the type of person you need in the I'm a Celebrity camp. Um, I, I think she's quite funny and some of her remarks, you can either interpret them as being quite scathing or being quite sarcastic and quite funny. So it really depends how you're going to interpret them. It's been hard work. Chapel was lagging behind massively in the swimming one. In that sense, she doesn't really help herself, I guess. And that's why she needs to come out of her shell a bit more and be a bit nicer so that people can understand actually she's not just sort of this mean like witch who's moaning about everything because she can be quite funny and and when she's been doing the trials that's when she sort of really comes into her own she's been very very good on those and like you said she's earned a lot of meals for camp and it's that kind of it's that nature that you need in someone but sometimes she can be a bit mardy and a bit nasty and and that's when she doesn't really help herself and fill herself in much glory so she I like her I'd probably give her about a C a C plus but I can understand why people would have her as a a sort of a bottom of the class student definitely and if we sort of take it say a c plus now we're sort of an average so you know could still do better but sort of middle of the road there's, there's there'd be quite a few that would fall into that i suppose early on i was picking up um jenny McAlpin a lot and i thought she'd do well i guess she would probably sit somewhere around here I'd really like to see her be given a sort of difficult challenge task to do just try and get her out of her shell or or just you know i just feel like she's probably lacking any enough sort of Good, good incidents to really be any higher up the sort of the, the, any up the order than that. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, another person when she leaves the jungle, what's her highlights package going to be? Because I'm, I am really struggling to think of one. She was a huge, huge, huge favourite at the start. I think she was about five to two when she went in. So that's almost like Scarlet sort of territory and Vicky Patterson the year before. Mm. Really, really short price and just backed off the boards. But the, the, the two of those girls, they absolutely justified it. Jenny has done absolutely nothing to justify that favouritism. I think she's done quite well in the Dingo Dollar um, challenges. That's probably when we've seen the best of her. Um, the one with Jamie and the smoothies, that was quite good. So she's a very nice campmate. There's no denying that. But she's not standout. She's not a 10 out of 10 superstar. And frankly, she needs a bit of, of fizz in the camp because I guess that's what a lot of viewers were hoping for, that she'd be like her character. But, you know, that's that's not the way it always goes. So I think she has been a little disappointing. Shappy, um, obviously, I'm very much Team Becky in this argument. So I'll try to take my Team Becky hat off. But <laughs> she's not really done herself too many favours either because she's just a bit too nice around camp. She doesn't really speak up or out of turn or um, she doesn't really defend herself too much. Like that would have been really good TV if she started to, you know, be snappy shappy and have a go at Becky. That would have been really good. But instead she was just like, oh, Becky's having a go at me. And it was just, I found it quite hard to to feel sorry for shappy then in that instance. But that would have made good TV if she had sort of spoken up for herself and stood up for herself. So Shappy for me, definitely a sort of must-do-better student because she, she is very funny and she's got a lot of potential, but she's not really using it right now, I don't think. I'd like to see more of the humour as well. I mean, I, I think it's it's hard to be a laugh a minute, and there are there are, there have been moments, but yeah. 
I think if, if so someone like her was going to win, role yeah. within the camp. Mm. You know, it should be her providing the laugh, not uh, someone like Tosse, who who's maybe a bit more of a natural comedian in a way, and she doesn't really realise it. But Shappy, she was saying the other day when I think she was washing with Vanessa, she was like, I can't wait to go back to performing. And it's like, well, maybe you need to actually start performing in here because that might actually be better viewing and better for your fellow campmates because at the moment you're just... I think she's a little bit dreary and you know fellow comedian Ian he needs to really take on the role of of camp joker which he has been but then sometimes he doesn't really know he keeps switching he's either the controversial character in camp and is arguing with people or he's being the funny happy chappy he kind of needs to decide I think where he sits but I guess that's also partly in you know, because of his emotions, he's up and down like a like a yo-yo, isn't he? So and he I had think a great, he can do great much better. He did amazing well. in the trial. Mm. Exactly, he did really, really amazing in the trial, didn't he? And that leap of faith, I thought that was that was really superb. I, I didn't when they when they were showing what was going to happen in the trial, I was like, there's no way Ian's going to do this, and certainly not get to the very end. But I hold my hands up. He um, he really outperformed himself last night, and definitely a big, big, big lift for the camp, getting 11 out of 11 stars for sure. And then Dennis, I think, would probably be here as well. Just again, not really enough airtime. He, he he seemed to really relish the battle of sexes challenge. I think almost because he had something to do, and you know he could throw himself into that with Jamie, who he's getting on well with. But uh, he seems like a nice, you know. Sur- a nice guy but at yeah. the moment he'd be sort of you know C plus B minus he looks like someone who's going to come sort of fifth doesn't he you know he's not just sort of middle quite yeah. middle of the road yes you're right actually a bit like Chelsea was back when he used to play for them just like steady but mm. not really up there but I'm still clinging on to him being my dark horse he's I think he's about 25 to 1 now so his odds have drifted out but I, I'm clinging on that he might just get up there and maybe sneak into the top three somehow because we have seen shock eliminations, don't forget, and I'm a celebrity. A few years ago, Jimmy Bollard absolutely looked home and hose at like one to three already or something and was the first celebrity evicted. So mm. people need to remember that they need to pick up the phone to save their celebrities because someone like Georgia or Stanley who, or Amir who you think is really popular, you can't just rely on other people to, to vote for them. So... That's how maybe Dennis might sneak into a top three if there is that upset. Um, I'm still clinging on to that one, but I do really enjoy his bromance with Jamie. I think they're very funny. You know, when they're filling up the bath together and Jamie's just like knocking him off the seesaw, it's just, they're very, very funny and I quite like them. And Jamie, he's he's someone who's definitely, he must he's a B, isn't he? Yeah, maybe I think so. I think I'd have him as a B myself, yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I must admit, I, I judged him before he went in the jungle, and I think that's probably because I thought he was actually Warren from uh, Home Oaks, as it's uh, <laughs> now called, in real life. But I, I find him quite funny. Um, it's he He's quite an interesting character, and I think I, I hold my hands up. I probably judged him a bit too much before he went in. And I do find it quite funny, though, that it's... it's Jamie's jungle gym rather than Amir Khan's jungle gym and, and that he's the one with a six pack not Amir Khan the current professional um, athlete but Jamie's doing very well out there I thought it was very sweet um, on the podcast yesterday his daughter Polly and her videos with Kim Marsh I thought that's really sweet and that kind of brings it back down to home that it is just a TV show and it is a game but you know there's people back home who are really really rooting for you and she's like go on daddy good luck I'm so proud of you and you're like that's so sweet because he's just 
you know, on a TV show, but it, do, it does mean something, and it is quite nice to watch, uh, to watch and to hear that, and that he's coming across uh, better than I certainly ever thought he would. Yeah, I think um, he's one. He's one of those people who's really benefited from just from the show yeah. itself, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. I think people are, loads of people are warming to him, and I think I would imagine, judging by social media and looking at the odds and speaking to friends and colleagues from who've been watching it as well. They also had those sort of preconceptions about Jamie. I definitely face my fear there because rats, I just don't like them. What don't you like about them? I don't know. Just the way that they are, I don't they're just know. Like little, they're just enlarged hamsters. I hate show off. They're going to be so happy, I tell you. <laughs> even thinking about them. No, they're even all up, <laughs> up my pants, up my bum. It's probably quite hard because you read things, um, you know, on Twitter, you see sort of uh, sometimes like furious tabloid headlines and you see like tweets that you can take out of context and it is quite easy um, to form an opinion on someone who you've never met before and you almost feel like you have a right to do that when really you absolutely don't you're just a viewer you're just a stranger but he's definitely definitely come round to a lot of people I'd say and in fact he's a second favorite now so you know if the money's anything to go by that that speaks volumes because he was um he wasn't very popular when he went in, although we had him quite short. He wasn't that popular with punters, but bets and money have started rolling in over the last uh, week or so now, definitely. And who would you... Uh, so I think we're in agreement, really, then, that probably the, the last three we haven't discussed, Stanley, Amir and Soft, they'd all be sort of around the A-minus to A-plus. So we think they're probably the top trio at the moment and the ones most likely to win. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Amir has massively redeemed himself. He's had almost like too many highs in a way. He's had a lot of uh, a lot of jungle sort of headlines because he has been a little dense <laughs> in all. <laughs> but that is that's made for very good viewing. Can I ask one question, Prime Minister? If God forbid something happens to you, is it possible a woman could take over? And well, one would Prime take Minister? over because my deputy yeah. is a woman. Um, he had a nightmare start, didn't he, with Dutch child saying, I'm a slave to get me out of here. But he's definitely um, fought his way back um, to fitness. And it, it's been great entertainment. And frankly, who would have thought that Bolton could provide this many top-class comedians? Because he's actually been the comedian of the camp, when you think about it, rather than Ian or Shappy. It's him and Toss that are providing the laughs. And... Toff definitely teaches pets. I think she's the A plus A star, whatever you want to call it these days. It's a long time ago since I did my duties, <laughs> but she's definitely the teacher's pet, but in a good way. She's she's head girl and she deserves to be. Um, she's, I think she's superb, and I would be very very surprised if she doesn't win it. Even though uh, she, uh, she's a bit like Jamie, people judged her before she went in, and although she's probably Toff by name and nature. She's actually quite relatable for, for I'm a Celebrity Viewer. She's very young, uh, she's funny, she's very honest, you know, she she's talking about her stinky armpits and, like, not washing her hair and just stuff like that that makes you think, oh, she actually is quite normal. So I think that's, a, that's one of the main reasons why people have been backing her and people are really, really a big fan of Toff because she does actually seem quite normal. Keith, for a man of such few words, you're very... Descriptive. <laughs> um, someone who's not normal though is Stanley, with all due respect. Um, but Stan is the absolute man. There's no doubting that. I I do adore him, and and so do a lot of other people. But he's exactly the, I think he's exactly the sort of campmate that they need in there because he's funny. Um, he's honest. He can be a little bit controversial. He's 
not afraid to speak his mind or stand up for himself. We saw that having a go at Ian. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, you might well have done. But I still think if you hadn't adopted a system, you wouldn't have got... But I had a system. Answer. I was counting in twos. I counted 176 both times. So that system... System, my system worked. You're, you're an obstinate man, Ian, aren't you? You're not well, ready. No, you're not, hold on. No, I know, Stanley, listen, don't, don't hold on. Man. Man. No, I'm, I'm obstinate because you're, and you're not obstinate. Even though I think they both had their pros and cons to their arguments, he wasn't, he, he wasn't going to stand down. And um, he's the type of character that you need in the camp. And also, as I've learned through this podcast, he's climbed Mount Kilimanjaro twice. I mean... The guy's a hero. Get him into proper number 10, not Boris. Get Stanley in the job, I say. Um, so Stanley, for me, definitely up there with Toff and Amir. Toff is definitely star of the class, followed very closely by Stanley and Amir, and that's reflected in the odds. Georgia's now into four to seven, so that means if you want to have a bet on her, you need to put seven pounds on to get just four back. That's how confident we are now. Jamie's in there at five to one, so actually the odds have him there as the second favourite. Amir's your eight to one third favourite, and then we've got Stanley at twelve to one. So it's not as wide open as we think it is, as far as the odds are concerned. But there is still two weeks to go, so it's worth bearing in mind. And like we we're saying, there could be a surprise elimination. So those odds could change quite drastically quite soon if people don't pick up the phone and vote for their favourite. Thanks, Jess. All I would say is a note of caution. It is only half term. As we've said, it's halfway through. So I think there is plenty of time for movement. But yeah, at the moment, for me, you know, if, if, it's, if it ended tomorrow, I think Toff would be winning. Absolutely. 100% agree with you there, Jeffers. Perfect. All right. Thanks very much, Jess. Cheers. That's it for today's podcast. All that's left to say is if you enjoyed this episode of I'm a Celebrity Daily, please rate and review us on iTunes. And make sure you subscribe so you get every episode sent to you directly in the mornings. You can find us on iTunes, Audio Boom, Spotify, and any other of your favourite podcast apps. So like in the trials, I'm really hoping for five stars. And if you can subscribe as well, that'd be great. You can follow all the latest news from the jungle at mirror.co.uk and I'll be back for another podcast in the morning. Cheers. Cheers.